Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I'm your host, Chris Reese, and it is my mission, as always, to help you find biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. Today, we are in episode 146, and we are answering a question that actually came in from several of our viewers on a recent teaching that we did on our YouTube channel on soul ties. In fact, the specific message was called, If It's Not a Soul Tie, What Is It? And we started to get into some of the other issues that we suffer from in life that uh, a lot of people will uh, mistakenly call a soul tie. So one of the uh, teachings that we actually got into was guarding our heart. And we touched on that just a little bit and the questions started to flood in. And this question was, how do I guard my heart? So that is the question that we're going to be answering today. So it's disappointing and heartbreaking and shocking when someone who says they love you lets you down. I mean, you ask yourself questions like, um, how did I not see this? How could they do this to me? And you may even struggle with letting go for fear of hurting them. And Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. But what do you, what does guarding your heart actually mean? And how can I do it biblically? You see, when I was younger, I was so tender-hearted and I was so starved for attention that anyone who gave me the time of day would get my attention. And it was actually pretty sad. You see, the problem was, is I was so desperate. And as a result, I decided that uh, this vulnerability thing wasn't going to work for me. You see, because I had been hurt, on more times that I could possibly count. And I was really getting tired of getting hurt. So I decided that I wasn't going to do this vulnerability thing anymore. And I was going to put my walls up. That was my version of guarding my heart. And as I look back, I could see that it wasn't necessarily their fault. Now, I'm not saying that these were good people who deserved any of my time or attention, but what I am saying is that they were who they were. You see, the problem was, is that I was too desperate to see it. And as a result, I decided that that whole vulnerability thing wasn't going to work for me. So I transformed myself into this emotionally unavailable young lady who walked around with a fortress of walls surrounding her. You see, I was protecting myself and I made a vow that no one would ever hurt me again. And one might say that that was me guarding my heart, but that's not God's idea of protecting yourself from evil, toxic people. You see, when you learn how to guard your heart properly, you position yourself to make healthier decisions because you have better discernment, and you remain tender and vulnerable without being a doormat. And you develop a more loving way 
of communicating your boundaries. And most of all, you don't put all of your emotional eggs into someone else's basket. So the first step that I want to encourage you to take in guarding your heart is to understand what prevents you from guarding your heart. So this could be rejection, abandonment, fear of being alone. In my case, it was a desperate need for love. My friend, it is important to identify what is stopping you because you'll need it before you take step number two, which is to give it to God. No one on this earth, not husband, sister, mother, father, brother, pastor, or friend will ever be able to provide you all that you need because it's not their job. And that's the problem that I notice with people that have trouble guarding their heart. It's not so much needing to learn the tactics. It's that they are not allowing God to heal what is hurting inside of them. And they're putting all of these expectations on other people. You see, my friend, God is your source. The people he puts in your life are just a resource, hopefully a valuable, precious resource, but still just a resource. You will need to learn how to go to God to get your mental and emotional needs met. Otherwise, you're going to remain a target for toxic people. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So step number three is to turn from evil. Stop thinking that you can change someone or that you have to stay and tolerate toxic behavior because this person holds a title in your life. My friend, this is one of the biggest mistakes that we make in terms of thinking that we're loving with the love of Jesus when In reality, what we're doing is we're allowing evil to perpetuate. You see, not everyone deserves your time, your attention, your love, your affection. Scripture tells us, do not cast your pearls to swine. Now, I'm not calling these other people pigs, but what I am saying is that we do not give what is valuable and holy to people who are going to trample on it. And that is probably one of the biggest steps that we need to take in terms of learning how to guard our heart. Just because you want to trust other people doesn't make the people that you're trying to give your trust to trustworthy. Just because you want to love everyone else doesn't mean that they are deserving of that level of love. So please don't hear what I'm not saying. I am not saying that we are not called to love others, but we have a very distorted view of what love is. God calls it agape love. We really call it enabling. We tolerate toxic, evil behavior all in the name of love. My friend, this is not godly. This is not biblical. And we wonder why our hearts get trampled. Well, it's because we threw them out in the middle of the highway. You really want to begin to protect yourself and recognize when it is optimal to share what's on your heart, what's in your head, what's going on in your life. You have to be able to evaluate this. Step number four is to hope in God. My friend, all other hope is hopeless. Just because you're an eternal optimist doesn't make you faith-filled. 
Being positive that someone will treat you better simply because you are treating them well isn't hope. It's actually foolishness. Yes, we are called to overcome evil with good, but this crosses over into dangerous territory when your hope is in an outcome, not in God's will. And oftentimes we desire something so badly that we are blind to the signs that God is sending when someone shows you who they really are. I love that saying, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. My friend, I don't care what their words say. I don't care what they think they want from the relationship. You will know them by their fruit. And to ignore the signs all in the name of love or positivity is going to be foolish. And step number five to guarding your heart is to remain open and vulnerable. But here's what I want to encourage you. You only want to remain open and vulnerable to those who deserve it. Those who deserve it are those that show you consistently that they can be trusted with your desires, your emotions, your feelings. My friend, not everybody deserves that place. And again, just because somebody has a title in your life doesn't mean they deserve automatic access. So I want to encourage you as as we wind down our time together today, I want you to be careful who and what you allow into your soul. Your soul consists of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And not everyone deserves to have the key to your soul. So stop letting people into your life that haven't proven themselves. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. I do hope that you've enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating on the podcast? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. If you are struggling in your faith or you want to grow in your faith, I want you to join us for our free five-day mountain-moving faith devotional. I will go ahead and include it in the description as well as on the website and in the show notes. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.